WBBA 102.3 FM and 91.5 FM WMIE. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. This day. Yes. Tuesday morning. Tuesday. We want to invite you to join us for Family Enrichment Night tonight through the Celebration Tabernacle Church Facebook page at 7 p.m. It's going to be good. Yes. As we go through the word together, it's about a 30-minute broadcast through Facebook Live. So we want to encourage you if you could tune in at 7 p.m. If not, you could watch it later. It'll be archived on the Celebration Tabernacle Church Facebook page. It's going to be good sound teaching. Yes. Come on. It's going to be good sound teaching. teaching. Yes. Man, I love that program. <laughs> I go to, I listen to us. Mm-hmm. Dialogue. I said, man, this is sound truth. Yes. What, what did it say? Sound, sound truth. truth. Undisputable. Grounded mm-hmm. in the word, word of, of God. God. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yes. The word of God is what we need. Yeah. So we want to invite you to be a part of that tonight at 7 p.m. And also, if you have a Bavard County school-aged child, please be in contact with your child's school and let them know if your student is doing e-learning or in-person learning. Throughout Bavard, there's a lot of students who have not committed yet to um, the type of learning that they'll be doing when school starts on August 24th. So we want to make sure that you're not just assuming that you're contacting the school and you are letting them know what your child is doing. Are they doing e-learning or are they doing um, in-person learning? So please, 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 um, all the faculty for Brevard County uh, Public Schools, have been back to work since last week, and they are working to create a plan or executing the plan that's already been created, and they need to know what your student will be doing particularly. We're in the book this morning, Make Life Work. We're talking about hard work, biblical principles of hard work. Number one, yesterday we talked about God being a hard worker, and we're going to pick that back up today. Um, God did not fold his hands and wait for a garden to grow. Instead, he made man, placed him in the garden that he had planted, and gave Adam the assignment to tend and keep it. To work. These passages reveal the necessity of work, which offers the only sure escape from a hard life. And that's good, because when we're working and we're cultivating our gifts and our talents, you know, when people are working in their passion, when they're working in the vein of their passion, even though they're working towards a big thing, they're doing a lot, they're putting forth a great effort, you'll hear them say, but it doesn't feel like they're really working because they love what they're doing so much. They were created to do what they're doing. So even though they're putting forth a great effort, it doesn't feel onto them like work because it's not the forced labor. It's, they're doing what they've been called to do. They're not just being forced to do it so that they can have a paycheck at the end of the week to sustain their household. They're doing what they're called, what they're made to do. I, I just want to say one thing here. 
make your day. Those of you who are listening to us, Pastor Diane Robinson and Pastor Errol Beckford uh, from Celebration, I will encourage you to get this book, Make Life Work. You really, it will really, really, really bless you. It's not a book of fables. Are we? I, uh, you know, I. This book was written under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. When I write it, I didn't just write what I think. You know, I, I, I was moved to write as the Holy Spirit give me clarity to write it. It's going to bless you. Every time I read it, I'm blessed. I'm motivated. I'm able to do great things. So I just want to say that. Because sometimes we have so many books, and I see people buy some garbage. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's real piece of garbage. But they buy it. Bestseller. Garbage. But I want to tell you, and, 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 and the thing that's going to enrich our life, we spend no time in it. We just leave it alone. Because, you know, there's a scripture that says, the God of this world have blinded our eyes, eyes. Mm-hmm. so that we don't see the truth. Mm-hmm. The God of this world, Satan, blinded our eyes. So that the gospel, the revelation, the power of God that would reveal is hidden. That's the job of Satan. Okay. Okay, Pastor Dad, go right ahead. But I just got to say that. It was just boiling. You know, like when you're boiling a patent boy, and it's the thing is it's boiling, boiling, boiling. And it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. You're going to run right over. Yeah. <laughs> And that's John 10, 10, that the yeah. thief comes only to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus says come so we could have life and we could have it more abundantly to the overflow. So, of course, the enemy wants us um, blinded. Of course, the enemy wants us veiled so yeah. that he can kill, steal, and destroy. destroy. Yeah. Indeed, they reveal that God intended for men and women to work diligently and efficiently. Since God is a hard worker, he honors hard workers and approves of their labors. Yes. As the psalmist put it, and may the Lord our God show us his approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. successful. And that's Psalm chapter 90, verse 17. Not only does God intend for us to work, he wants us to gain fulfillment and happiness from our efforts. This is why he gave us himself as an example to follow. Work must become a major factor in our lives if we ever expect to hold the keys to personal fulfillment and financial security. It is God's pleasure to bless the diligent. He takes pleasure in the work Work of our hands. hands. And it's just like, you know, we take pleasure in the work of our children's hands. So when our children are creating things, when our children are making us pictures, when our children um, get older and then they begin to flourish in different life areas, 
we take pride in that. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when people say, oh, how are you doing? How was your summer? What's the first thing doing? People are talking about their children. Yeah, yeah. They're talking about accomplishments of their children. Grandparents are talking about the accomplishments of their grandchildren. So as we take pleasure in the work of our children's hands, how much more now God taking pleasure in the work of our hands. He gave us his promise that he will bless the work of our hands. Moses expressed this best when he reminded the children of Israel before they crossed into the promised land. For the Lord your God has blessed you in everything you have have done. done. And that's Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 7. And that's why we we always say, duty, do's. Because God only bless what you do. And we have to know that He, God already blessed us. It's not after we accomplish something, then we say God blessed no. us. No, he already blessed us. So that was Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 7. For the Lord your God has blessed, blessed you, you in everything, everything you, you have, have done. done. But here in Ephesians chapter 1, in, uh, verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, who, who has blessed bless us. us with every spiritual Spiritual blessing blessing. in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. So that's in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 through 5. So that's talking about us already being blessed. blessed. Us already be chosen in him before the foundation of the world. Us being predestined us to adoptions as sons. So you're already blessed. You don't have to wait till something happens to say, "Oh, I'm blessed. blessed. I'm a blessed woman. I'm a blessed man." No, you're blessed right now. You're operating in the blessing manifest right now. It. And so all you got to do is to what manifest Manif- it, and you manifest it by mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. You manifest it by doing, doing. working with what God has God. already I given do- you. Oh, come on! And when you think about the word manifest, God always breaks down that word in my mind. I think about the manna. In the Bible, and it fest that it comes to pass. The children of Israel didn't have to do anything for the manna to be on the ground in the morning, but they did have to go get it. Yeah, it wasn't put in their pot. It wasn't cooked for them, prepared for them. It wasn't put directly into their stomach on a feeding tube. They had to get up, and they had to go get the manna. But God had already set it out. Oh, we got to get it. Because we're looking for manifestation. Come but on. there's it's already laid out. You're already blessed. You got to go get it. And it says if they waited too long in the day to go collect the manna, it says that it will be gone because the heat of the day would cause it to disappear. Come so on. some of us were waiting too long. God has called you to step out right now. Mm-hmm. He has called you to leap out right now. Yeah. Don't wait. And then it says that there was specific procedures for the collection of the manna. Yeah. And it says that they were supposed to get what they needed for the day yeah. and trust God that the next day it would be back out there. Yeah. They couldn't get too much. Yeah. 
If they overly tried to hoard the manna, it says that during the night that it would grow worms mm-hmm. and it would stink. Yeah. But on the sixth day, yeah. they were specifically instructed on that day yeah. to get a double portion because it wasn't going to be there on the seventh day because right. that was the Sabbath. So on the sixth day, when they went out and they gathered the manna and they gathered the double portion, it did not grow worms and it did not stink, yeah. which tells us that there was nothing wrong with the manna. Yeah. But when they were in disobedience, trying to hoard too much of it as once, then it grew worms and it stunk because of disobedience. When they were in obedience and they gathered the double portion on the sixth day for the seventh day, it was fine. It was all good. And then the cycle continued for years and years and decades and decades where they had to learn how to trust God for their daily provision. And then the next day, trust God again for their daily provision and be obedient to the system that God had in place. But they had to go get Get it. it. So there's some things God has already blessed you. There's things that are already been laid out, but you must go Go get get it. it. They can't blame their starvation on God when he already sent the manna each and every day. The manna was faithfully placed there. Now, they could have been unfaithful and not go get it. Then they would have starved. Mm -hmm. But God is faithful. He put his part forth each and every day, the daily provision for them, the manna festation, bringing it forth. It's already there. We just have to go out and And we have to get get it. So the, the challenge today is that you need to go out and do some good. Mm -hmm. Do something good today. Make something happen. Become very productive today. So so make a quality decision, Mm -hmm. like we always talk. Decision, but it must be what? A quality Quality decision. decision. So I'm going to make a quality decision to do something good today. Yes, be a part of Family Enrichment tonight, 7 p.m., on the Celebration Tabernacle Church Facebook page. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. He calms the storm so that its waves are still. Hear the sound? On WMIE 91.5 FM. When the mountains look so big This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. All right. Good morning. Welcome to Morning Breath. This